0: If you feel it, you know it. D-Rock Production. Sports Talk with D-Rock. What's up people, it's your boy D-Raw Coming to you with another episode of STWD And you know how this goes What's up, what's up Hey, we gotta get into the MLB Because it's game 3 And there'll be game 4 again Before I talk to you all And possibly a game 5 So I wanna just take a little dive into The MLB. We got to talk Astros. And we got to talk Braves. You know. Last time I was doing a prediction. It was game one. And I said the Astros was going to win game one. We got upset at home on the first game. Game two we bounced back. Altuve wakes up. We knocking some things out of the park. They open a roof. You know. And that's funny because. I've never heard the. Commissioner. Ever make a mandate. To open. Up a roof or. To do certain things. But I guess this commissioner did. And the Astros opened the roof. And we still got that W. You know they were talking about the win factor. And this and that. You know. But it was a beautiful night. As always in Houston. And we got the W. So moving on to game three. There's a lot more to talk about. A lot of different things to speculate. And you have to wonder. Um how everything's gonna turn out because there's a lot of factors that may go into this game also people did you know that so far based off of the world series game two the viewership is up 13 percent from a record low in 2020 so you know what that mean last year i know it was covid but everybody was at home and Nobody wanted to see the Los Angeles Dodgers and Tampa Bay Rays play for the trophy. So, hmm, you know, everybody's excited when you talk about the Houston Astros. And then I guess just to see somebody different in there by the Atlanta Braves was kind of exciting too. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, what the difference is this year, what factors went into it. But a lot of people are turning on. Their TVs and watching the World Series this year anyways let's go ahead and look at the Astros lineup you know because everybody was questioning what would the Astros do as far as their lineup is concerned in game three game three we open up and we're keeping your Don Alvarez on the roster you know well he was never gonna be off the roster but he's starting and So, batting first is Jose Altuve. Of course, he's going to play second base. Michael Brantley moves to right field instead of playing in the left field. Alex Bregman still at third. Jordan Alvarez will play left field. Now, I thought that possibly Brantley was a better uh, outfielder than Alvarez. So, I probably would have had Brantley in the left field and Alvarez in in right field. But for whatever reason, you know, they got him in left. Hey, they know more than me. Carlos Carrillo, batting fifth, he's at shortstop. And Kyle Tucker, as we already knew, he was going to play in the center field to balance this thing out. And we got to hope that Kyle Tucker comes through with his best because, like I said um, before, he's not known for his defense. He's known for his hitting. And if Kyle Tucker can make some big plays in game three and four, it's going to be a, a big change in this series. I promise you that. Yuli Gurriel, you already know he's playing first base. Martin Maldonado, you know he's going to be the catcher as always. And then batting ninth, since we don't have a DH in this game, we have Luis Garcia. Now, I, I've never really seen Luis Garcia bat, so I don't know what to expect from him. But I can tell you one one pitcher that can bat on our team is uh, Zach Greinke. You know, he's a pretty good hitter for a pitcher. Um, great athlete. I know he's, you know, up in age now, so I don't know what he's going to bring. I'm wondering when he's going to even uh, come in as a relief. Maybe tonight will be the night that we can get him in and, you know, steal his game. Honestly, now, I'm thinking about the game and the series, the way the series is rocking. I think this is a game that the Astros need to steal away in the Braves' part because I think it kind of make a statement, you know, and from there, I think, you know, Astros riding high or even if it's a competitive game and the Astros get like a walk-off win, it, I think it gets them motivated. And also, I think it get it get things real, real close and, and, and nifty. You know, uh, I think it's going to be a good game, man. Game three is probably going to be the best game yet um, so far. If the Astros win game three, I think they may lose game four. But win 5-6. and six. So, that's the way I, I'm, I'm uh, leaning. I'm pretty sure the Braves will at least steal one more win. Um, who's to say? But I will tell you one thing. If the Astros pitching is on, like if Luis Garcia step up to, tonight and he um, hit the way he's supposed to, Astros will win this series because whoever comes after him They're going to come out for redemption as well. So, I'm really, really hoping the Astros provide us with some success tonight. And you already know where I'm leaning, baby. I'm being biased, but that's my squad. And that's just the way it is. But let's go ahead and transition. Transition to NFL. Now, there's one thing that's out. And I want to talk about it Um And it's not really just to do with the NFL. It's to do with all Texas teams. If you haven't heard, the NAACP has been talking about athletes should not sign with Texas teams due to recent legislation. Now, if you don't know, or if you do know, and you're in the state of Texas, there's been a lot of crazy laws that have been flying out of the mouth of Greg Abbott, which is the governor and there's laws like laws on abortions voting rights and mass mandates you know him not trying to protect the public but yet put us in more harmful situations but the one thing i will say i i don't necessarily agree with the nc the I don't necessarily agree with the NAWACP because as far as local government, things seem to be fine, at least for me. Like here in Houston, the mayor has put out mandates to protect the citizens and the judge or, you know, whoever you want to say that's in control, like uh, Judge Hidalgo, um, she's putting things to... Protect the people as well So I don't necessarily think that You should avoid signing with Texas teams Unless that area Agrees with what Abbott is running Because Houston, Dallas, San Antonio uh, Those are major Democratic markets So it's not fair to me To just say oh we're not going to sign with this team You know because y'all in Texas uh, More or less don't sign with that team if you know that owner is leaning in favor of the the laws that the governor has created, you know, but I'm all for protecting you, the athlete, and your family as the the letter even says, you know, and you gotta do what's right, man, and and I don't want to get political, but Abbott be out of his mind with some of the stuff he be coming up with and the bans that he have, you know, not allowing women to get uh, abortions after six weeks of pregnancy I mean a lot of times It takes you about five or six weeks Just to find out that you damn pregnant You know And you know He he doesn't allow the law To, to uh, Be lenient on women that may have been Raped or You know just don't want their baby You know or what, whatever the case May be Also it's just How can you you know ban vaccine requirements and all of those things this is, he, he's doing a lot of stuff to restrict access to people that's voting um he's taking the freedom away from our black and brown voters. you know you know what I mean it's just it's ridiculous man he's 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 trying to restrict everyone from their freedom, and I, I just don't know what to say. Texans, Texans, when I when I mean Texans, I mean like citizens of the state, residents of the state. If you stay in Texas, be sure to vote the other way. And honestly, I'm going to be honest, man. If you don't like what I'm saying, vote. Hey, you ain't got to listen to me. Vote the other way because this guy has nothing Good coming for us as a people. Nothing. But I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on and got to talk about the NFL. Because there's some big games coming up this week. And what week can you expect there not to be a big game, right? There's always a rumor mill going on. There's always some, some things that's you know going on around the NFL. And we have to know. So, just to touch on a few things. The Packers tight end, he tours ACL. Um, Yin. He, he tours ACL. And I think the Texans will be the perfect trade partner for them. Uh, because we we have tight ends that don't get enough touches. And that have potential that the Texans tend to, to waste. Uh, Khalil Mack, he'll be ruled out this Sunday against the 49ers. So, I would probably lean in the 49ers favor to get that win because now they don't have to worry about a dumb net pass rusher. And then also, which is kind of even, the 49ers defensive tackle Ken Law, he has decided to get knee surgery. So his season is over. Oh, by the way, you know, last time I checked in, I was talking about JJ White getting banged up, but man, I did not know that he was that banged up to the point where he was just going to be out for the season. I mean, the dude tours so much stuff in his body, and he's just not no more good, man. I'm gonna be honest, bro. JJ Wise is a talented person. He's a good person, as far as I know. You know, from what they share on the media, can't really say nothing bad about him. But his his body is done. He's he's just hot garbage now. You know, he he can't really. Get too much uh, pass rush going. He always get hurt when he start doing good. He's He's been hurt for the last four or five seasons, man. And, and it be like season-ending end, injuries. And the sad thing, and I, and I hate to say this about J.J. Watt, is that every time he get hurt, it's a new body part. Like, it's not always his left knee or his right knee or his back or something else, his neck or whatever. It's always something different this year it's his left elbow next year it's it's his damn neck you know and the year after that it's his foot you know it's always something different his leg you know it's just come on man jj it's time for you to settle down my guy you got paid you got plenty of money go ahead and sit down sit down you know and and go check out your wife in chicago or wherever she's playing soccer at now and just relax man y'all have some kids or Whatever. It's time to turn the chapter, bro. It's time to turn the chapter. Most likely, you're probably going to be a Hall of Famer anyway, so there's nothing else really to play for, J.J. You're not going to get the Super Bowl ring unless you you get it as a reserve because you're always hurt, my guy. Much love to J.J., but it's the truth. Um, other news coming out. The Rams wide receiver. Deshaun Jackson, he is seeking a trade with a new opportunity. Now that's kind of crazy to hear because I thought Deshaun was somebody that they was you know kind of depending on uh, to make a couple big plays here and there, and he was having like an explosive season as the season opened this year, you know. So I thought Deshaun was someone that they was counting on uh, just to stick around and have some veteran leadership as well, but apparently not. Um, he's trying to get out of L.A. So, it's funny when you hear a guy from L.A. trying to get out, right? Well, when you look at the big things, there's a lot of people leaving L.A. And they come coming to, coming to Houston, matter of fact. So, uh, Bucks rule out A.B. And Grunk is probably out as well. So, I don't know about the Bucks. I don't know how they're going to work around all that. But the one thing I can tell you about the Bucs is that they got a lot of receiving talent and a lot of tight end talent as well. So them missing Gronk won't hurt them. Now, the Texans have traded Ingram from Houston back to the Saints. Now, if you don't know, it was a dumb trade. I mean, Ingram was probably the most productive running back the Texans had yeah, he's 31 years old. Yeah, he's over his over his hill. He's way past his prime. But one thing they kept on edging on and edging on about is the culture in the locker room. And they said that Ingram was supposed to be the culture guy. He was supposed to be the guy that they depend on to get the locker room right. And someone to lean on moving forward in the future. But yet, they trade him. It was a guy that they kept on talking about, oh, he is the definition of a Houston Texan. You know, and this and that. And now he's trading. He's back with the Saints. But get this part. Why did they trade him for a late, late-ass, not this year's seventh-round pick, but I think it was 2023 seventh-round pick or something? Or 22? Whatever year it was, no, it's not 22. It has to be 23 or 24, 7th round pick. And I'm like, come on now. The Texans, the Texans didn't think that they couldn't get more for Ingram. Now, don't get me wrong. Ingram was on the street prior to, but he proved that he can be worth more than a 7th round pick. They could have got a 5th round pick or something for him. And I, I think a 5th round rounder would have been justifiably fair so I don't know what the Texans are doing and I hate to talk about them but it just don't make sense man Nick Asario he he gets on press conferences and he talks a good game and he, he really knows a lot about the game but what you know what tricks me out in my head about everything is that he knows so much about the game but he makes so many dumb deals, man. Like, at first I was like, okay, Nick Casario, you making deals. But then he's he's trading players for sixth and seventh round picks. And then he's picking up these sorry players. And then he's cutting them two weeks later. Like, you know, you trading a pick away to get another player. Then you, then you cut them in two weeks. It's like, I don't understand what's going on. Is Nick Casario really controlling his team? Or is his name really Nick Easterby? Because I'm really confused about what this team is doing. You can't be building culture if you're cutting your culture guy. Brandon Cooks is now upset. He's went to Twitter and he's mad. He said it's bullshit. You know, so now that's another guy that wants to be gone. Laramie Tunsil don't want to play. Went and got his surgery because he knew it was time to go. You got people signing with this team that I think some was tricked by this culture thing and and sold a lemon. But then you got people on this team that just want to get paid and they just want a job and the Texans is offering. So they're signing. But there's a lot of people that don't want to have anything to do with the Houston Texans, man. And I promise you, because if they did, the Texans organization would be surrounded by better coaches, better players, and just a better organization overall at this point. So let's go ahead and move on to the the NFL schedule. It's week eight. And we already know the Packers and Cardinals played. Damn great game. Came down to the wire. The Packers pulled it off 24 to 21. Kyler Murray, he played pretty solid, 22 for 33, 274 yards, two interceptions. Yeah, I lied, my bad. <laughs> Kyler Murray, he played trash. D-Hop, man, D-Hop got uh hurt, he pulled his hamstring in this game. But he still played big, two receptions for 66 yards. You got to respect that man right there. So, let's go ahead and get into the predictions. Panthers and Falcons. I'm riding with the Panthers in this game. Sam Darnold has been having a solid season and he is up to sixteen hundred and eighty-five yards. He got seven TDs. I'm looking forward to Sam Darnold going out and proving himself for another week and seeing if he can give us a above average play. Dolphins and Bills. Bills will run away with this game. Josh Allen will go out there and have practice on these guys and The spread is 14, but I'm going to take the Bills by at least 21. 49ers and Bears. This is a game that I said will be very questionable. No Khalil Mack. 49ers. I'm going to take for the victory. Oh, also, Trey Lance will be starting. So, 49ers supposed to win by four, and I'm going to go with that. I agree. 49ers by three. Steelers and Browns. Big bum can't get it done. There's no way. And this game is in Cleveland. Big Bum fails to get the ball downfield. And I'm going to take Cleveland for the W. And, man, I don't know if Case is playing, but he should be the man. Eagles and Lions. You already know where I'm going with this one. Eagles. Jerigoff, Goff, he has not disappointed as a quarterback, but he has nothing around him. Jalen Hurts get the W. Philadelphia supposed to get this by three and a half, and I agree. Philly, by at least three. Titans and Colts. Ooh, this is going to be a monster matchup. Ryan Tannehill versus Carson Wentz. Derrick Henry versus the Colts, because nobody can stop him. Henry will rush into the end zone. Even though Indiana is favorite at home, Indy will lose this game. I promise you, Derrick Henry will have a nice game Sunday afternoon Bengals and Jets Bengals all the way Joe Burrow go out there and he's going to go out and put up 2200 yards this week right now he's at 1956 he's going to do his thing he's been having an amazing season this year he's up there with the big dogs and when we talk about MVP right now 17 TDs by the way passing Bengals run away with that. Rams and Texans. If there's no spread bigger than 16, I don't know what is, but the Rams is damn sure going to pull it off probably by double because the Rams know how to do so and the Texans know how to give it up. Matthew Stafford continue to have an MVP season with 2,100 yards and 19 TDs. There's no disappointment coming from the Rams. And you know, I want to talk about Matthew Stafford, man. Because all of those years at the Lions, you just think like, man, how many years he wasted? Yeah, he had Calvin Johnson and a couple other guys, but he's never had a team like this. He's never had multiple targets. He's never had a defense on the other side. It's it's always been Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is Matt Stafford that, but now it's Matt Stafford in a whole core. And Matt Stafford gets to prove that he's something special. I will compare Matt Stafford to Kurt Warner. I mean, remember Kurt Warner coming into the NFL? Well, he had what at least three dominant seasons with the Rams, and I think that's what Matthew Stafford may bring to the Rams. You know, twenty years later, twenty-one years later, um, I think he would bring a a, a Kurt Warner kind of feel. And I think he will dominate the game as he's been doing, and as he deserved to do now, if Matthew Stafford gets a Super Bowl ring, he might need two of them, but one Super Bowl should put him in the Hall of Fame and the reason I say that because you gotta look at how easy it's been for some players to get into the Hall of Fame lately. Number two, you gotta look at just the whole hype of things around Matt Stafford. He's, he's a good quarterback. He just hasn't been in the best situation. And for that reason, he will deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Because if Eli Manning could possibly get in, Matthew Stafford should damn sure be in. And that's just the truth. Patriots and Chargers. I don't know, man. This might be a, 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 a nail-biter. But I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. Even though the Chargers are at home, I think Bill Belichick... May be able to do something just enough to slow down the Chargers and pull off a win in L.A. I'm going to ride with the Patriots by at least three points. Spread say four and a half. I'm riding with the Patriots, man. For sure, for sure. Jaguars and Seahawks. This is a game that will come down to the wire. But you know what? I'm actually riding with the Jags in this one. The Jaguars may actually get their second win... On Sunday evening against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. And Trevor Lawrence should show up because he's been playing a lot better. And, I mean, you look at that Seattle core over there. They're not much without Russell Wilson. And that goes to show how valuable Russell Wilson is. There's no way Seattle wins this game by three and a half. The Jaguars will figure out a way to to pull this off. And Urban Meyer will get his second win. In his coaching career. Washington and the Broncos. This is going to be a good game. But I'm going to ride with the Broncos. I think. Quarterback play will come down. To it all. Even though it may be raining. And it may be about 45 degrees out there man. In Denver. But Teddy B. Will get the job done. Because I believe Teddy B. Will be back. And he will be back to get a W. And that's. Always, the one thing that Teddy B always gets is Ws. People don't realize, Teddy Bridgewater is a solid quarterback. Unfairly disrespected. But you know what? The Buccaneers and Saints go heads up. Buccaneers going to New Orleans to try to get this W. But you know, this might be a pretty good game. If Jameis can see his targets and not turn over the ball, Jameis, Winston, and the Saints have a solid shot at getting a W. But you know what? Tom Brady has been playing amazing. And I don't think too many people have been playing better than Tom Brady in the NFL so far at at the quarterback position. And Tom is going to take care of the ball. He got plenty of targets that can catch and run the ball. So, honestly, Tampa Bay in this one, man. They're going to win by at least a touchdown. Cowboys and Vikings, Sunday night. Oh, boy. It's going to be big. Will Dak play? Will Dak be healthy? He's been having these injury problems since the beginning of the season, but he's been playing amazing. Now, I think some of his play kind of dropped off just a tad bit, but still having a great season, still throwing the ball when he need to, still handing it off when he need to, and just having some balanced play all along that Dallas Cowboys offense. The Vikings will play hard. They will be loud out there in Minnesota, but you know what? I'm going to take Dallas in this one. Dallas will move up to 6-1, and and the Vikings will fall to 3-4. Then, for a Monday night game, you already know. This should be easy for the Chiefs, man. The Chiefs should pull this one off. Right now, they're 3-4. Who would have thought that the Chiefs would be 3-4? Everybody expects each year, you know, since Mahomes has got, got it going for the Chiefs, they expect that he should go out there and dominate. But not no more. As I said last time, The NFL has figured out what Mahomes does, what he doesn't do, what he's good at, and what he isn't. And they figure out how to make him throw them picks as he has been doing, but he's also been having a solid season. Because if you look at his stat line, 187 for 277, 2,093 yards, 18 TDs, he's not playing better than a GOAT, but he's playing close to a GOAT, but he's not getting a W. But he will get the W on a Monday night against the Giants because Daniel Jones just doesn't have enough. Daniel Jones will not prove to be better than Mahomes in this game, and there's no way he's going to get the W in Arrowhead Stadium. So to close out the NFL, we got to move on to the NBA. And you already know, there's some good games going on tonight, and there's some good games going on for the rest of this week. But just talking about the games that are going on tonight, i got to say, I'm riding with the Raptors. Even though Scotty Barnes has been looking pretty solid, I expect him to keep doing that. And Scottie, honestly, he might end up being rookie of the year because JG has been kind of disappointing. Um, and Mobley has been playing pretty good from what I've seen. Looking at the Nets and Pacers, the Nets haven't got off to a hot start, but Pacers have been pretty bad as well. KD has been pretty dependable, as always, but the question is, where does Harden come in at? I know he's getting his rest and regain, and he's trying to get it together, but Harden has to play better. So, I don't know if the Nets will come back, because currently, the Pacers are up by 12 points, and KD already got 14. How many more points do you expect KD to get You know, without a support group. And as I said before, the biggest problem for the Nets will be all season long and going into the playoffs will be their bench. They will need to make trades to improve that bench of theirs. Hey, maybe they need to go back to the Rockets, call them up. I don't know what they got to offer, but maybe they need to get Eric Gordon if they can afford it, which I doubt. Looking at the Hornets and Heat, the Heat should run away with this game. I know the Hornets been off to a hot start as well, 4-1, and one, Heat 3-1. and one, But, man, bro, have you really watched the Heat? They look like a much better team this year. They look like the Heat of the bubble. I mean, they busting shots. And, really, they better than the Heat of the bubble. Because they weren't hitting shots like that in a bubble. But this, this year, I mean, I know we only four games in for them. But, from what I've seen... Them dudes can shoot, bro. They can shoot from deep. They got some inside game. They got uh oh buddy boy on the inside, blocking stuff, swiding, you know. Heat looking solid, man. The heat is looking solid. A couple other good games today. Mavericks and Nuggets is something to look out for because you can't never get tired of looking at Luca. You know, he, he resembles pretty much the same thing that James Harden does and it's nice to look at people that play like that in my my eyes. Uh, Jokic, you already know what he's going to bring to the table. And honestly, it's hard to say, but i probably arrive with the Nuggets on that game because Luka, he needs support, and uh, Porzingis is just not it. And Dallas needs to figure out how they're going to get rid of him because he is not the same Porzingis that he was in, in New, uh, New York for sure. And... I want to talk about this Lakers and Cleveland game. Now, I don't know what's going on with this Lakers team. I know they're fresh. They're like a new team, but I think they have too many egos on the team. You got Dwight and AD not getting along. AD pushing them down. They arguing. It's too many egos. And how dare AD even disrespect Dwight like that? You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm going to be honest, if I was taking picking either player in a prime, I gotta ride with Dwight. And I know Dwight not in his prime no more, but you know what I'm just saying? They need to go ahead go ahead and uh do some celebrity boxing because I wanna see what Dwight got. And I wanna see if uh A D can even fight. You know what I'm saying? He is from Chicago though, so you might you might have a little little something something. But I'm I'm gonna take Dwight in that one, bro. Anyways Celtics and Wizards We're talking about a Saturday uh, Afternoon game Celtics They've been a little shaky The, The Rockets showed up against them Wizards starting off hot They got a lot of young players on the team to prove something now You know A lot of people talk about that trade that they made with the Lakers But I actually believe that It helped the Wizards more than it helped the Lakers Because Having Bill and then getting Kyle Kuzma and Montrezl Harrell, that opened up something new for their team to you know build off of and just push forward. And I think the Wizards might be pretty good this season. And we don't know what we're going to get out the Celtics. Right now it's really just Jason Tatum and, and nobody else because uh my boy Brown hasn't been back yet and they need him. Oh, by the way, Saturday, this is going to be a good game. Pistons and Magic. Cade Cunningham should be making a return and making his debut. We got to see what he's going to bring to the regular season NBA. And hopefully the Pistons can finally get their first win. Because right now they're 0-4. And who's better to start it off than the Magic? Also, you get a nice matchup in there too. Because you get um you get Jalen Rugg, I mean Suggs in there. So... That is a nice matchup just to see them go head-to-head and see who's probably better between the two. Now, uh, let's move on. Another good game that's possibly coming on this weekend. Rockets and Lakers. You know how it goes. Rivalries through and through. And we don't really know who's going to win this game because the Lakers haven't really been playing good even though they're more talented as far as a team, well, I won't say more talented. They're more experienced as a team, so that is something to really look at. Um, Christian Wood might show up big. He might show AD up. Those two players they play very similar. Uh, I look to see JG show up in this game because he'll be at home in LA and he just you know be out there to prove something. So. That's going to be a damn good game. Also, another good game that will come on on Sunday, the Jazz and Bucks. Man, that should be a good game too. Former world uh, champions versus the Jazz, a, a very solid up and coming team, a team that keeps trying to retool to get to the big, the big game. But we'll see what they have. Do they have enough to take down Giannis or not? Uh, I will tell you one thing: they tore my Rockets up, but we're not no competitive. Uh, Playoff team so That's not really Saying much you know but Hey looking forward To seeing this NBA season kick off As it continues to go I want to see my Rockets improve I want to see other teams improve and I want To see some good trades early in The uh, year and Hopefully you know as we just Continue to get to this countdown of the NBA trade deadline Oh we didn't even talk about the NFL Trade deadline uh, in the NFL, you, you got some real interesting possible trades that could happen. Um, and mainly the, the main one that everybody's really just holding their, um, their tongue going is the Deshaun Watson trade. Is he going to Miami? That is the biggest question. I know we keep talking about that. Nobody really cares about any other trade that's going on in the NFL. We want to see Deshaun shift out and we want to see him in a Miami uniform because that's where he wants to go and I want to see the Texans start a rebuild and see what the Texans get back from that trade so we can just at least see if the Texans really will have a future because if they can't get this trade right, I promise you, this organization will be behind for the next fifteen to 10 to 15 years and that's, that's just straight up true. So, Now let's get into the granddaddy of them all. College football. Coastal Carolina opened up the week on Thursday night. 35-28 over Troy. But you know what? It's a great game going on, people. It's a great game. Michigan, Michigan State. Early in the morning. 11 a.m. Central Time. Michigan, Michigan State. Go heads up. And you got to wonder who's going to pull off this rivalry. Now... It's pretty interesting, man. A 7-0 Michigan and a 7-0 Michigan State. Michigan State has made a big turnaround because, to be fairly honest, Michigan State wasn't good last year. They was looking horrible last season. So I am very, very surprised by the upside-down change they have made to be on the right side of the planet and getting wins now. Back good, making the Big Ten look good, because now the Big Ten looks very competitive. Michigan being undefeated, Michigan State, I don't know who's going to get this win, but I tell you what, I'm going to have to ride with the home team, man, because two undefeated teams and the one that's at home just got to get the W, because you got to take control of that home field advantage, because I know it's going to be a packed house out there, and that's for sure. Texas and Baylor. I know a lot of people want Baylor to upset UT, but I think UT going to go into in Baylor and get this upset, man. Because that's the real upset. Baylor is ahead of UT. UT is 4-3 and, and Baylor is 6-1 and one and Baylor is number 16 in the country. And I know it's going to be a full 50,000 people at Baylor, but guess what? They're going to be a mad 50,000 because Sarkeesian going to get it right. UT will get the dub. Another good game, people. Another good game. Georgia and Florida. You can't forget that Florida almost upset Alabama. And for that matter, you got to say, Georgia, look out. You out there in Gainesville, Florida, you better be watching because uh, one thing I will say, Georgia is good, but Florida can step up and get that win. Tech and Oklahoma. Do you think Tech can play better, you know, since their coach has been fired. What kind of transitions do you think may happen? Is there a way possible that Tech could somehow upset Oklahoma in Norman? If so, be on the lookout for this game. Spencer Rattler hasn't been the greatest quarterback that they thought he was going to be, but he might be good enough to beat this Tech defense because Tech, to be honest, doesn't have that great of a defense. So I'm going to take Oklahoma. And Oklahoma will be riding on to 9-0. and 0. Ole Miss and Auburn. Oh boy. Those two down south motherfuckers. Auburn will get this W. Ole Miss is number 10, 6-1. But Auburn be at home, man. And I got to ride with Auburn by at least three points. At least three. Because they will find a way to get this win. And I got to talk about two other games, people. SMU and Houston. I keep ranking on my boys. Because SMU coming to the H. And I will be there. Wearing my STWD shirt. It's a blackout. And the line is even. The over and under is 62. I believe that they will both uh, pass 62 points. And... Houston will get the W at home. There's no way we're going to lose to no bullshit-ass SMU. I'm sorry. Penn State and Ohio State riding with the O. You all already know. Ohio State will get this W. And they will do it fashionably. This might even be a blowout. Because I think C.J. Stroud is just getting his stride. And he's going to stride very well against this Penn State team. And you know what? Penn State deserve an ass whooping. From Ohio State because this has been a very competitive series for the last, what, two years? So I think that Penn State got something coming for them and they're not expecting it. CJ Stroud gets the W for Ohio State. Well, people, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You know, we talked about all the big sports, all the big boys out there, and I thank you all for listening to another episode of STWD. It's been a tough week for me. And I don't know if you've been having a tough week. But hey, shout out to me. Because I'm still living and breathing. I'm thriving. And I'm getting the job done. And I'm continuously bringing you another episode of STWD. Hey, don't forget. Go check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and STWD Live. Because I'm always dropping stuff. I'm always dropping pictures. And, and I'm just letting you know when I'm dropping the next podcast. You never know. I want to stay interactive with you. So... We can get better on our side. Oh, by the way, people that don't know, I got a lot of improvements coming ready for you guys in 2022. A new website just for the podcast and new intros, music, all those things. It's going to get real nice coming real soon. Thank you. Sports talk.